Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Who needs a word this morning? Give us today our daily bread. Give us a word, Lord. Jesus says we live on the word of God. We live on every word that is from God. All right. Hallelujah. Let's talk about virgins this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, emphasis on virgin, this man also does the right thing. Hallelujah. All right. We're going to look at the contents just for a moment and then we're going to go deeper with it. The contents is, prior to this, you know, Paul says, you know, if you're married, uh, you know, live as, as if though you're not married. And if you are married, don't get married. He also says, you know, that um, um, he prefers you not to marry because you're going to have troubles when you get married. The Bible says that. So don't be surprised after you get married, you have troubles. Paul says, I would like for you to be free of these troubles. And says that an unmarried person is devoted to the Lord. Now, Typically, that's what we're talking about. You could be devoted to something else, I suppose. But a married person, their devotion is divided. And that's a given. Anytime you have a blessing in life, some devotion is going to go to that blessing. Wife, husband, even a new car. You know, uh, a business, whatever it is, some devotion is going to go to it. Your devotion is going to be divided. And if you don't devote yourself to your business, your business is going to go under, right? So there are some individuals that devote themselves fully to God, hopefully, and not to Facebook and YouTube. Because I think sometimes you could be devoted to God, but you're devoted to Facebook and YouTube. I think it's better to be married than be devoted to YouTube. But I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, this is the, the contents around this. So it said... If a man is engaged to a virgin, that means, you know, they have not been together sexually. And if he's been engaged to her for, you know, a period of time, a long period of time, and if she's getting older, right? You know, there's 
It doesn't matter if she's still young, you know. You could say, no, nah, I don't want to marry you. And you don't feel bad because you say, well, she's still young. She can find somebody. No. If you're engaged and she's getting on in years, in age, that, you know, if, if you want to marry her, you know, you have not sinned. Now remember the, the verses above that said that, you know, it is better to not marry and be devoted to God. So we understand that. But it says in this case, you know, if you want to marry her, you know, you know, you've been dating for for a while. You know, I've known couples in Trinidad be dating for seven years, ten years, twelve years, you know, as long. And You've been dating for a while, you're getting, and she's getting on in years, and you feel like you need to marry her? Then you have not sinned. Right? Everybody with me? But if, and here's, here it is, but the man, but if. Right? And I notice it, it emphasizes something over and over again. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, that means he's decided, nah, I don't want to marry. I want to be devoted to God or, or just, you know, I don't want to marry because the Lord is telling me this is a lot of trouble. Whatever the reason is. But you have uh, settled the matter in your own mind. You're convinced of this, right? And then it says, it, it repeats it, who is under no compulsion. You know, it's like it's like you're not under this spell. Somebody's forcing you to do something, and it, it it replies, but has control over his own will. So it's under no compulsion and has control over his own will. That means that the crying virgin who wants to get married is throwing guilt trips on you. And Paul is saying the spell might be quite strong here. That you're under no compulsion. And you have control over your own will. Now, we're just using the illustration in the Bible. This could apply to, you know, uh, uh, women as well that don't want to marry men. Amen. So... And then it repeats itself again. And who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So the one man who is married, who is engaged to this virgin, right? And she's getting on in years, which means they may be, have been together for a while or, you know, she's getting older. And ladies, we know how we feel as we're getting older, you know, and... And we put invested all of our time into one man, right? And then that man decides, nah. All right. The Bible says he has permission to leave. Yes? Because it says pledged to a virgin. That means promised, right? So 
you know, if, if you feel like, okay, I need to marry this person. I've carried them. I've lingered them on and carried them on for too long. And they're getting older. I need to marry them. Hopefully there's some love in there too. But it says you've done the right thing. You have not sinned. But if you have settled this matter in your own mind and you don't want to marry and you feel like it, you have the right not to marry, you have the right to change your mind and you're under no compulsion, right? But you have control over your own will. And that's a lot right there. You're under no compulsion. Compulsion means like, means as if there was somebody, you, you, you feel like, I should do this. I, I, have, I have vowed I would do this. This could be any promise, not just marriage. It could be any promise. I, I said I was going to do this. Right? So, you, you, you may be feeling guilty about it. When it says you don't have control over your own will, that means, that means you don't have enough control over yourself not to feel guilty about this subject. Because in your mind, you feel like you are doing this person wrong if you back out now. Now, you must understand that Scripture is a good across the board, you know, male or female. But not just about marriage. It could be other things as well, right? So it's about backing out of, of some kind of pledge or, or, or you know, um, a word of mouth. Yes, I'm going to do this. Now... This is not just a, an escape goat to get out of things. Because it says if you, have, if you have settled the matter in your own mind, if you know what you're doing is not wrong. Right? Now you may think it's not wrong for you to do this, but you're under this compulsion. Somebody else has control over your will. So it's not good to be trying to do something when somebody else is making you feel guilty about it if you feel like you need to do something that's one thing but when somebody's trying to make you feel like you need to do something that's another thing so it says under no compulsion and that you have control over your own will that means you're not wishy-washy about it and you have made up your mind not just today but tomorrow next day and the next day and the next day Everybody with me? All right. It says, so you made up your mind not to marry the virgin. This man also does the right thing. Now, let's, let's think about it. Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, this morning. You know, a man is, you know, has pledged, you know, uh, to marry this woman, right? And she's getting older in years. Maybe it's been going on for a few years, that type of thing. And then he wants to back out, or let's say you want to back out as, as a lady, and, but the other person is crying. You promised. This ain't right. This ain't right. You promised. Now, it can also be a business deal, too, you know. You promised. This ain't right. Now, first, you've got to settle the matter in your own mind. And, and we understand that there's got to be some concept of prayer in there. You know, some concept there. Now, there are some things that the Lord will say. And we're starting to get into Revelation a little bit. There are some things the Lord says you need to do this. Right? But sometimes 
you hear the Lord saying, you need to marry her because you've been, you promised her. But sometimes that voice is not the Lord. Sometimes that's the other person who has control over your will. When somebody has control over your will, then they can control your faith. They control how you feel. They can control your guilt. So sometimes you're feeling guilty about something, but it's not your will. Somebody's got will over you to make you feel like you are doing the wrong thing, and therefore you need to do what they will you to do, and not what you will yourself to do in Christ. Everybody with me? Amen. All right, now Romans, uh, Romans 14, 5, and Colossians... I believe I can't remember they say a similar thing Romans 14 5 says now one man considers one day more special than another day and another man considers every day the same and what it says in Romans it says that you know that we are answerable to God so both can be right in regards to a special day. Now, not only special day, both can be right when one says, you know, um, you know, we need to celebrate this day and celebrate this day. You need to watch out for, you know, religiousness in there. And then it also talked about, you know, eating meat. Somebody may say, well, well I, I feel like God's telling me to veg be a vegetarian. And somebody else says, no, I can eat all the meat I want, wild meat. Some may say, well, I can't eat wild meat, but I eat this meat, you know. So it says, but both have done right. But you must make up your mind. Because it's easy for people to make you feel guilty. And then it goes on to say, and also concerning the Sabbath. 2,000 years ago, the Bible knew that today, churches would fight over what day is the Sabbath. And what we would do on the Sabbath, what we could do on the Sabbath and what we can't do on the Sabbath. But Romans says you must make up your own mind about what is right. Because if I if I eat meat, I eat meat unto the Lord. I give thanks to God. But if I don't eat meat and I eat only vegetables, I do it unto God. Amen. See, I have a right to do things Woo. unto God. Yeah. Yes. That's like if, if, if you have been around me much, you would realize, if you ever ate with me, you realize usually I always leave something on my plate. I don't eat everything. I call it, when it talks about, you know, you, uh, what is it, you gleeing the, the edge of the fields, you know. That's something I do to God. I don't require everybody else to do it. I just leave something on my plate. Yes, I don't cut off a portion and leave it. I leave it. Because it's easy to cut off a portion and push it over and say, hey, you ain't going to eat that. But just to eat, but realize you can't eat all of it. That's something I do. And it's something I require. So we need to understand that there's many things in life that you've got to make up your mind about. In Romans and in Colossians, both, it also says, it says the man who is weak in faith, if he does eat meat, he's going to feel guilty. Because he's weak in faith. He can't eat everything. 
person weak in faith, he may feel like, no, I need to marry her. I can't, I can't do her wrong. No, I promised her for three years we're going to get married. You know, I, I, need, I need to do this. You know, I, I need to keep this pledge ever how it came about. No, it says you need to make up your mind. Now, make it up your mind. There are things that are obviously sin. Everybody follow me, yeah. right? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about there's a lot of stuff in life. It's about making up your mind. Jesus. If you want to go to church on Saturday, go to church on Saturday. Huh? If you want to quit eating meat, don't eat meat. If you want to eat fish on Fridays, eat fish on Fridays. You're doing it under the Lord. But be careful when you say, the Bible says you must do it this way. Be careful when you say that if you do that, it's a sin. Because it comes down to each of us is God's servant. So I don't have a right to judge somebody else. And you don't have a right to judge somebody else. If they're doing something, the Bible says all that matters is faith expressing itself in love. So everything in life, yes, this does not include bank robbery and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, there, there's things that's obviously sin that does not commit, you know, uh, having more than one wives, all those things, you know, adultery. It does not. But there's a lot of things in life that you scratch your head about. Unfortunately, there's a lot of things in life that people want to make you feel guilty about. So you've made up your mind on this side. This is the way. You serve God. But you go to another church and they're trying to get you to make up your mind another way. It says you must settle the matter in your own mind. Don't mean you got to force it on everybody else because then you are controlling somebody else's will. Right? But you must settle the matter in your own mind and not be under a compulsion. You know, have control over your own will. Amen. Because people love to make you feel guilty. Think about this. What are you doing every time you try to get somebody to change their mind? When you're trying to get somebody to change the way they think. Uh, let's talk about voodoo a little bit. Let's talk about spells a little bit. Every time you're trying to get somebody to change their mind to what you want them to think and how you want them to act, you are now putting them under some compulsion. Compulsion simply means that I am putting pressure on you to think the way I want you to think and to behave the way I want you to behave, which is not free will. If I'm single and I see a young lady, or if I'm single and if I'm a female and I see a young man, and, and I, I think they spoke to marry me, but I'm trying to convince them to marry me. Uh, be careful that you don't have a runaway bride or a runaway wife one day. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to change their will. You're not letting them love you freely. But you're putting pressure on them to be faithful to you and to be your honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually doing witchcraft. 
in a religious Christian type of way. And sometimes we want to make God, and we want God to change people's mind. Because you're not strong enough to change their mind, but you want God to change their mind to fit your needs and your wants and your desires and your plans. Husbands and wives, hear me. How much witchcraft goes on in a marriage? In friendship. We're putting pressure on somebody to do something they really don't want to do. We're not talking about, we're not talking about uh, 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 tr what true sin is and that type of thing. We're talking about, we're talking about conversion. We're talking about trying to put so much pressure on somebody that they do what we want them to do. Yes. And yes, parents, you can do the same thing to your children. you Forcing your will upon them. Right? But children, sometimes you're trying to force your will upon the parents. So there's a bunch of witches live in this house, you know. Now, first thing, the parents have the right to lay down some rules and say, listen, when you get to be 18, you, you can do what you wish. Because technically your will somewhat belongs to your parents at a, to a reasonable place until you're 18, according by the law of the land. Um, you know, we all know that there's gray areas here. We all know that there's right and there is wrong. There is sin. There is evil. We're not talking about that this morning, right? You can't talk about everything in one service. You've got to focus on something and, and speak about that. So, But I think we understand is I don't want nobody trying to make me do something they want me to do. Sometimes I find people try to force me to eat something when I don't want to eat it. And they try to force me to like something when I don't like it. Hello, this is my belly. This is my taste buds. Huh? But here's the thing, you know. And here's where compulsion comes in. Because I think too many times in the church, the leaders of the church, even the pastors and the prophets in error, I don't think they do it intentionally, but I think sometimes we can be guilty of putting so much pressure on you that this is the way you got to do things. Right? Listen, anybody in here want to rob a bank tomorrow, you go right ahead. <laughs> Now, my advice to you is not to do that. Because the Bible does say, thou shalt not steal. But if you think that's just borrowing, all right. We'll see what the police think about it. I don't think it's right when we put so much fear. And this is the other thing that goes with the compulsion. We, we put fear and guilt on people to do things the way we want people to do things. Everybody hear me? Ministers should never be doing witchcraft. Nobody should never be doing witchcraft on somebody else. You have the freedom to go to heaven or hell. It's your choice. Jesus died to give you that freedom. 
Some would say, well, Jesus died so I could go to heaven. He also died so you go to hell if you want to. You got freedom. Life with me, life without. You want to be my bride? Come. But if you are going to be my bride, here's some rules, you know. Not forcing you, but if you want to be my bride, you know, there's a few things you got to do here. Right? We got we to respect each other. We need to understand this because nobody in here likes somebody controlling you. But do you like controlling other people? Huh? Or, or sometimes even in politics, people trying to, trying to force you to see the political views the way you see them. And if they don't see them the way you see them, then you're not Trinidadian, you know. You're some, some kind of anti-Trini. <laughs> so this not only regards virgins, it regards everything in life. It regards, uh, you know, eating meat. Right? I've been a vegetarian. Personally, I don't think a whole lot of meat is healthy for you. But that's my opinion. That in the cemetery. <laughs> but I don't think eating all vegetables is good for you either. I'm not no cow, you know. <laughs> so, but, but, if you, but if you want to be a vegetarian... Yes. Yes. Now, it's hard to be around me and be a vegetarian because I'm going to rub off on you, you know. It's, uh, you, you might want to keep going, you know. Um, so, I don't want nobody controlling me or making me feel guilty to do what you want me to do. And I think in the church, it gets worse in the church because not only is somebody trying to change my mind, somebody trying to tell me I'm going to hell if I don't think the way you think. I believe it's my responsibility to preach the gospel and to preach it the way I understand God wants me to present it. I also understand that there's gray areas. That's why we're talking about that, talking about this subject this morning. But I don't think I have the right to force you to do that. And I've always said this. You do not have to agree with what I preach. But since I'm the head of the house, responsible for the house, all I ask is for respect. If you don't like what I preach, don't stand up. Just disappear. <laughs> or if, if you if you think it's a strong enough point, you know, catch me on the side. We do not disrespect the Lord's house. I've been in churches where I didn't particularly like what the pastor said. I don't agree with that. But me, I am not going to stand up and disrupt the service. And besides, I may be the only one in here that thinks that way. That is not the way to handle it. Amen. And I think the Bible would back that up. Everybody follow? Mm -hmm. I want everybody, listen, if, if, if you believe something because I said so, 
and you believe it because I, I preached it with enough fire and zeal that you said this is the way it is mm. then you have not really believed it mm. some of you do not have your own faith you don't have your own faith I've seen people come to this house it's almost like they're afraid to talk to me I don't know where you used to go to church <laughs> yes so it's like if I just say da 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 and sometimes we see religions like that one that comes to mind sometimes is Jehovah Witness the witnesses have been trained how to minister to you you ask them something out of the way and they don't know how to answer it see that that is not that is not the way it's supposed to be and I'm not saying that's the way with all of them I'm just saying I have noticed that pattern but I've noticed that pattern in church mm. some churches you dance in the church you're going to hell <laughs> Some churches, if you don't dance, you're going to hell. Because you dance everywhere else, but you don't dance before God. See, there's a place where you must make up, settle the matter in your own mind. You must know that God is real. You don't have no faith here. You know God is real. Me knowing God is real don't help you. And me knowing that God is real and me speaking to you could almost persuade you to believe that God is real. But is it, is it real faith? Do you believe that way? Or has somehow or another you, you, you just, you, you gave your will up? Because there is the possibility. Not only there's the po possibility that, that not somebody's controlling your will. There is the possibility that you have such a weak will you just believe anything. So your conscience is weak. You believe anything. Jesus is coming on Tuesday. <laughs> Some of you ain't going to sleep till Wednesday morning. You know. Some of you are not going to sleep till Wednesday morning. Jesus is coming on Tuesday. Some of you are going to say, Ooh, I'm going to get blessed. <laughs> By Tuesday, I'm getting blessed. Who receives that? Uh, who believes you are going to end Tuesday? Who believes your life's going to be changed by Tuesday? Hmm? Who, you gonna be who believes you're going to be proposed to by Tuesday? According to Scripture, they may dump you Wednesday, but that's all right. Tuesday, you're good to go. I want to show you something. Jesus coming Tuesday. I want to show you something. Jesus coming Tuesday. I want to show you something. See, I think everybody in here respects me as a minister, as a prophet of God. When I say something, you know, I'm even wondering what's going to happen by Tuesday. <laughs> I, I am scared of me sometimes because the things that come out of my mouth, you know. <laughs> the things that come out of my mouth sometimes. Uh, 
you know. Only by prayer are we saved, you know. But because, let me show you something. Because you respect me when I say, Jesus coming Tuesday. See, because you've already given me that respect, that grants me some degree of access. And that's with anybody. Everybody follow. So you're wondering, okay, what's going to happen Tuesday? Now, some of you that are fear, fearful, you know, and haven't repented of your sins, you probably think the end coming Tuesday. Uh, now, some of you that's lustful for a wife or a husband, you think, yes, Jesus coming to bring me. That's why it says when you've made up the matter in your own mind. Romans says when you're fully convinced. Everybody follow? As far as I know, I don't know what's going to happen Tuesday. <laughs> yes. But listen, if Jesus does come, it's good. Amen? Don't have to pay rent next month, right? It's all good. Uh-huh. Or maybe a blessing is coming. Right? Let's just see what happens about Tuesday. All right. But the point I'm trying to get at is how people can control you. How they get control of your will. Somebody else controls you by their will. Uh -huh. Some of you young people that don't like to listen to your parents. Hmm? Do you know that might be your best friend acting up with your parents? Do you know you might not be in control of yourself as much as you think, I'm my own person. Now you have settled the matter, but you don't realize that your mind is controlled by one of the in kids in school. Mm. <laughs> yes. Parents, it's kind of good when your kids having fights at school. That probably means they they're not controlling. Nobody's controlling them. But they might be trying to control some other people. I don't know about that one. But young people, listen to me. That might not be your mind. You know how many people marry people, and that's not your mind. So when you wake up one day, that's why you want a divorce. Because somebody put some spell on you. Now, in the church, we believe in spells all day long. But we think we got to go down some dark alley or in the back or in this lean-to and talk to this weird-looking person in the back and, you know, some frog legs, chicken heads, those type of things. <clears throat> we don't realize that witchcraft can go on all around us. Somebody, because in this day and time, everybody's trying to change your mind. You go on Facebook, somebody trying to change your mind. Heathens trying to change your mind. Huh? You, you, you go on YouTube, someone trying to change your mind. Huh? I mean, for 2,000 years, we ain't had no problem knowing what bathroom we should go in. But now they're trying to change my mind, make me wonder, am I really supposed to go in the men's bathroom? <laughs> They're trying to hoodwink the whole world. We never had no problem peeing, but now. 
And see, this is why it don't end. See, listen, if, if, you want, if you want to play on the same side of the fence, you know, if you want to do skittles, you, you go ahead and do your skittling. I have no problem with skittles. You, you do your thing. Right? Now, whether or not you go into heaven, you know, the Lord's going to be judge of that. But you do your thing. What I have a problem with is you trying to make me believe that's okay. And what I have a problem with is you trying to make me believe I need to teach other people that's okay. No, no, no. And do you know how many... See, here's the problem with a lot of churches in the States and in England, and even in Trinidad. Here's the problem, right? The problem is they did not have a relationship with God. So anybody can change their will. That's the problem. Hmm? Now me, listen, I have settled this matter. You want to you wanna do the rainbow? You do your rainbow. <laughs> That's what you want to do, you do that. You want to rob banks, whatever you want to do, you go ahead. Yes. But you're not going to change my mind. What I am convinced is right before God. And here's the thing. We might be adamant about what we believe, but when we get to heaven, we might be guilty of judging somebody. Everybody follow? But see, the whole world is trying to change my mind. Your most precious commodity. You worried about somebody stealing your car. Worried about somebody stealing your money. Worried about somebody stealing your wife. Mm -hmm. The most valuable thing you got to be stolen is your mind. Amen. People can steal your mind. They can, they can control your mind. You don't have control of your will. Your will has been loaned out. Your will has been leased out. Your, your will is in debt to somebody else. And that's what it's saying here. It's saying that, you know, that, you know, as long as you're not under compulsion and you're in control of your own mind. Because if this man is, is pledged to this virgin, she's getting on in years and she's crying and doing all that. See, that's some of them tears, you know, that's, 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 that's witchcraft. Mm, that's witchcraft. You know, when a woman gets to crying, that's, that's witchcraft. Ain't that right, men? Huh? Is that right, men? Y'all just so quiet in here. Huh? Mm. Huh? Them, them women start crying and uh, see you just you hang around you you cool you know you're doing your own thing that woman starts crying you go mm, mm, mm. What, what's wrong baby what can I do for you Some, something else in control of you <laughs> mm, mm. ain't that right faith uh -huh. Uh -huh. this little girl controls the whole house she cries Daddy thinks he's strong, you know. Daddy thinks, I'm the man. I'm the father. Faith goes, oh, Daddy. <laughs> 
There's all mannerisms of how people control your will. Yes? Yes? And where you work, there's probably some there people there try to get you convinced that there's aliens in Trinidad. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> you ever talk to some crazy people? They say, there's an alien over there, you know. And I mean, they're fully convinced in their head as though, you know, and, and you, start to, you start to wonder a little bit yourself, you know. <laughs> it's amazing what stupidness they put up on, on YouTube about aliens and, 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 and they take Photoshop and they show some clouds and then they show a, a horse up on the clouds, you know, and is it, Jesus coming back? You know they play with them clouds. I know the Lord is coming back with his army. But I doubt if YouTube's going to be the first one to catch it. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows about that day. Hmm? But people try to control you. But here's the other thing. We don't want to control somebody else's life. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's what the Bible says. Huh? Don't ever try to make somebody love you. Hmm? If you make, try to make somebody love you, you're going to have to keep up that spell. you got to work your magic. Huh? Guys, if you convince some woman that you're going to give them the moon, you you got to keep up the magic, you know. you got to keep up the magic. You might, you might have to come up with a moon rock or something to say, it's, it's close, I got, I got a moon rock. Huh? A big old diamond, you know. You know, I'm going to give you the world. You know. Or, or sometimes, you know, men don't like to admit this, but I, I let you in on this, ladies. Sometimes men, when they can't swoop you off their feet with their words, they try pity. Now, ladies, y'all suckers for pity. Is that motherly instinct in there? You, you, you're a sucker for pity, you know. It's just, you just, you just, I don't mean, you just, see, as, as tears to a man, you know, that puts him under spell, right? But when a, when a man goes into, she feels like she got to take care of that man. Uh, yes, huh? Is that true, lady? Some of you that married, you know that, huh? When your husband, your husband knows he can't fight with you with words. He knows if he tries to f do, you know, it's like this duel, you know, what's your choice of weapons? A man, you are stupid if you ever going to try to win a battle with words. That woman going, I'll do you. She's got a lot more practice at talking than you do. So you got to learn how to use the right weapon. So you, you use some pity, you know. You use some pity, huh? Yes? Huh? Listen, your wife cannot be speaking to you for a whole month. Two months, three months, right? Yes? Take your little ketchup, put it on your face. Come through the door. <laughs> Baby, what's wrong with you? She's talking to you again, you know.
It works? Try it. I wouldn't try it with no women in here because they already know the secret. Secret. But, but try it, guys. You put a little ketchup on there and act like you're hurt. She will forget all her offenses against you until you get well. <laughs> So you better get you a big bottle of ketchup, you know. Kiss some more bokosai. So certainly in the case of love, you don't want to make somebody love yet. And, and here's my heart as a minister. I don't want to make you be in this church. I don't want you to feel like if you don't come to this church, you're going to hell. Because that's not biblical. You need to be where you feel you need to be, with the people you feel you need to be with. But in all things, your counsel should come from God. That's why the Bible says, or Jesus said, don't call anyone father. What he means by that, he's not saying don't use the word. What he means by that is don't, don't, don't value so much that you don't listen to God's counsel in your life. Amen. I don't want people following me that don't want to follow me. I don't want to control nobody's life. I don't want to control nobody's life. Because if I gain something by witchcraft... I'm not going to be able always to keep it, you know. Somebody else with a little bit more pizzazz or something, they're going to steal you one day. And I don't want to persuade you in such a way that, that you ain't got no control. I want you to know who God is individually. I want you to know who God is personally. I want you to know who God is by yourself. I want, I want to encourage you to pray and talk to Him and get to know Him. I don't want to be nobody's God. I don't even like myself as my God. <laughs> yes. But sometimes we feel like we want to control things to keep people safe. And I'm not saying we can't try to talk to somebody, especially if we know what they're doing is definitely wrong. But there's a lot of gray area in life, isn't there? Hmm? There's a lot of gray area. Sometimes you got children. You're moping and you're, you're weeping because your children don't do what you want them to do. Hmm? And they ain't talking to you because mama and daddy ain't doing what they want you to do. See, both of all of you witches. <laughs> you need to get, give people the freedom. Yes, God is jealous for you, but God will give you that running opportunity, just like he did with the prodigal son. He'll give you that opportunity. That father let the son go off, gave him the money to go off, knew the boy is going to spend it all. See, that's, that's real love. See, you, you can't force somebody. You can't imprison somebody with your thoughts on them. And, and see, that's the problem with relationships, and that's the problem with falling in love. Y'all doing witchcraft on each other. You're pretending to be something that you're not. And that's why you get surprised two years or one year into the marriage. That's why you're surprised. 
because both of you been lying ever since you met. Huh? Even your mother don't even know you when you're out on a date. <laughs> in fact, I have a word for somebody in here today. In fact, if you just be you and not try to be somebody else, if you just be you, yes. You would be married. I hear by March. I don't know. That's that's quick. I don't know if that's March next year. You'd be married by March. If you just quit trying to be somebody else. And you just be you. Huh? How's somebody going to find you? When you can't find you. Hmm? How's somebody going to find you? And what will they find if you ain't you? See, you have to have confidence in yourself. Confidence in who God has created you to be. Confidence that you are hearing from God. We understand that we can all make mistakes, but we got to make up our own mind. You, you can't listen to, to every preacher and make up your mind. You'll be so confused. You might even be hollering Allah before it's over with. Huh? You can't, you can't, everybody's got their own way. You gotta make up your own mind. You gotta love God in your own way. His righteousness, the Holy Spirit will counsel you. And here's the way, here's how we usually know when we're in the right way, because we become a family and we begin to believe the same. We begin to be of one mind. But we're one mind not because of the controlling aspect of, of an individual or our mindset. But we've come into agreement in the presence of God. This is who God is and this is what this is what's appropriate and this is not what appropriate. And and we got some liberty here and we got some gray areas here to let people find their way into God. Yes. Right? It's just like in this house, ministers in this house, you know, we have some dress codes for ministers in this house. We have some other codes of ethics. But as far as this house, we have absolutely no dress code. Yes? So if you want to wear your miniskirt next week, you feel free. We got no dress codes. Yes? We'll even provide some material stretchers if you need it, you know, whatever. <laughs> hmm? oh, <laughs> yes? Hello, your legs ain't the problem, it's my eyes. <laughs> hmm? It's my eyes. Huh? As a Muslim, you can cover that woman up. You can still imagine a lot behind the veil, you know. No. Is there an appropriate dress for church? I think so, but I think that's left up to individuals a little bit. See, if you give people freedom, you'll find freedom. If you make a bunch of rules, you got to live by your own rules or you'll be guilty of a lawbreaker. Huh? Now may everybody in here this morning that's under somebody else's will, may you come out from under it right now. But do know you'll have to give an account for everything, you know. 
May the, may the Lord give you back your own mind. Amen. Give you back your mind. Uh, and may the Lord show you the righteous people in your life. Amen. Hmm? Now mind you, some people are just weak-minded. They believe anything. That's why a lot of people get in trouble. They're weak-minded. They get around somebody and it, they change their mind. Huh? But you can pray that they come back to their senses and not have somebody else's senses. Hallelujah. Who needs a word this morning? Isn't it nice to be free to worship God? Uh, afraid I'm not doing it right, you know. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Isn't it nice just to know you got freedom to worship God? And isn't it nice to know that you got the freedom to find God out for yourself? Isn't it nice to know that you don't have to believe everything I say? Just pray about it. Isn't that nice? That you don't have that kind of restrictions. You know, in all honesty, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but maybe I'm not. In all honesty, I think I'd rather walk into a bar I don't know than a church I don't know. I don't know what them clowns will have me doing in that church. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Huh? I don't know what. I won't know which side to sit on. I don't know if I can say hallelujah or amen. You know, it's just because he's just... It should, the house of the Lord should have that liberty and freedom. I mean, it's got to be respect, but everybody's got to come to this understanding. I can't beat Christ into your head. I can't beat the Bible into your head. It's much better when you see it and you say, Oh, wow, I'm free. Or, I'm a sinner. <laughs> You need the freedom to see that for yourself. <laughs> Sometimes church got people repenting for things they don't even know what they're doing wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's like being a Catholic child and it's confession time. You don't know what to repent for, but you're repenting for something, you know. That's just the way Because if I don't repent, I'm a sinner. <laughs> so I'm going to lie. <laughs> Church should not be that way. Uh, true. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, I love all churches. I, I love anybody who preach the Word of God. But isn't it true? Sometimes you're scared to go to another church. Uh, you don't know what they do in there. Uh, in a bar, you know what they're going to do in there. They're going to drink. They're going to curse. They're going to get drunk. So if you've ever been in one bar, you've pretty well been in all of them, you know. If it's a biker bar, you know, all right, all right. Got to get me some tattoos, you know. I, 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 we, we know here, see. So, so you know what's going to take place in a bar. When you go into church, you, ha you have no idea. You walk into some churches with your NIV Bible. If you ain't got the King James, you're going to hell. Uh, I, you know, I always laugh at Pentecostals. 
Because a lot of Pentecostals, they're big on King James Bible. But they don't know that it was evangelicals that wrote the King James Bible. Yes. There was some dictatorship over who, who wrote the King James Bible. And it was evangelicals. They're Pentecostals against evangelicals. Vowing to King James Bible that was wrote by evangelicals. <laughs> Interpreted by them. <clears throat> See, some people don't know that. See, the church should not be that way. It should be something common when you go to church. Yeah? Thank God for Jesus. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't have nothing in common sometimes. But oh, how we see Jesus. We see him in different ways, don't we? Uh, yes, we see him in different ways. We don't even know what color he is. We just love him. Can't force people to laugh. Or smile. I used to try that a long time ago. I used to try to I try to get everybody in the fire. Some people just wet wood. <laughs> and they like being wet. They come with their own water. Yeah. It, 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 some Christians come with their own water. You throw fire on them and say, ooh. I remember this lady, that was, this is in a church in the South. This is a, one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. It's a church in the South. I went down there to minister to them. and They liked fire, but the pastor wasn't very fiery, so they liked pastors. So I, I, I preaching, you know, and everybody's saying, hallelujah, I'm feeling it. And there, there's a, a lot of old church mamas in there, you know, their big hats. They had hats, you know. <laughs> so, so one of them was over in the corner, and she goes, Amen. But she's just, you know, it's theatrics, you know. She's just doing all at once. The spirit hit her and knocked that hat off. She went, "Ooh!" <laughs> if this, is, let's say the church was this side, this woman was sitting right here. If she didn't get up, pick up her hat, walk all the way around over there to the water cooler, got her a drink of water, come back over here and sat down and never raised her hand the rest of the service. So now I know what that water cooler's about. If it gets too hot in the church, drink some water. All right. Well, you 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 have a right to the way you see God. Just don't put it on everybody else. I looking for
That's your birthday? Oh. And what's October 25th? My parents got married on that day. Got married on that day. <laughs> they, they got married or getting married? Birthday. That's their wedding anniversary, and yes. Prophet, that was one of the um, funerals um, rites for my mom when she died, called the Bandar. As what? And the day they had a, uh, one of the ceremony for her, my mom when she died. One of the ceremonies. Yeah. Hmm. So how many times she died? <laughs> stand up, stand up. One of the Bible says it's appointed man to die once and face the judgment. I understand, I understand, I understand, I understand. Say that. Where's he at? Uh huh. Say that again. <laughs> if you be what? Be what? Oh, be yourself. Uh huh. Uh huh. Amen. But let's also keep in mind this scripture. We don't want it to be a forced thing. Everybody understand? They, see, there's things that that. I, I, I try not to put my personal opinion on people. I try to say, okay, Lord, what do you say is best? And it's things that, in the Lord, I believe that is best for somebody. But one thing I know about God is you never push or force somebody to do something. Even if I am fully convinced it is God. Because until this person has the faith to do it, hmm? that's just like marriage. Until the person has the faith to do it, I am not going to force it. Nor am I going to try 
because I re I realize there's there's something about me that that I realize and that I'm a little fearful of. I realize because of my position that a lot of people would listen to me just because of my position. And see, I, th that scares me because. I don't want to have control over people's lives. But I know that my words affect people. And they listen to that. So if I speak and I tell you something, I want to be fully convinced that it's God telling me that. Hmm? Because some people think that's power. You just got, you can just, you know, control the environment, tell people do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And sometimes the church environment is like that, but that, that's not that's not God. You need to have the faith. That's the same way I feel about healing. Yes. You know, I may proclaim you healed, but I'm not gonna tell you to throw away your medicine. I'm not gonna tell you not to go to the doctor. You gotta have faith. You gotta know that for yourself. Nah, I'm good now. You, you got to receive that. Until you can receive it, it's not done. You, you, you got to be able to receive it. Hmm? Mm, so there has to be this, this, this free will here. So that's your birthday. What did I say? 25th? October. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 burial right you can give somebody is to release them. That's the greatest burial right of all is to release them. Is to release them. When my, when my father died and I, and I knew he just he was just tired, you know. It's selfish to try to hold on to his spirit. You need to release people that have died. You don't need to hold on to them. Mm. You need to release them. Mm -hmm. huh? yeah. They're still your mama in heaven. You yeah. need to release them. Yes. Release. I thought I did. <laughs> release. Release. Mm. Well, it's nice to think you did, but there are signs that says you have not. Because sometimes what we do is we keep them alive with traditions. Huh? I think they do that in um, Hindi, don't they? Don't Hindu, they do that every year. Sometimes they recognize like the death, they might have a function or prayer. Yeah. Because you, you keep celebrating the life that was. And we should celebrate the life that is, not the life that was. So we keep, we keep yanking them out of the cemetery every October the 25th. You know, you know, we, you know I think in, 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 is that Venezuela? There's some places, the Day of the Dead. Uh, Mexico. Mexico do that. that you, you, you celebrate in the life that was, not the life that is. 
You need to see your loved one in the life that is, not in the life that was. Don't keep seeing them the same old way. Don't see them old and grumpy. Don't, don't see them like this. Don't see them like that. See them in the life that is. Huh? Let me go. The last thing your mother wants to do is to remember this life. Because she realized she made some mistakes. Amen. But you're holding her in the mistakes. Okay. Let them go. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Let them go. Let them go to the Father. Let them go to Jesus who forgives our sins when we pray. He washes away all our tears. I don't want to exaggerate the point, but, you know, Jesus could wash away your mama's tears. And then every year y'all dig her up. <laughs> <laughs> Understand? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Don't you want her to be with Jesus? Yeah. All right. Amen. All right. You don't want to be hanging around all them dead people in the cemetery. No, I think my I think my siblings do that more than I. Do. Yes, yeah. and you connected to your siblings. I Maybe you don't have control of your own mind. <laughs> Maybe you don't have control of your own mind. Hey, Jesus. Huh? Don't have control of what your own will. Mm. But has control over his own will. <laughs> so, will. Uh, yes, we know what we would like mama and daddy to do. <laughs> but they must make up their own mind. I would always give them the freedom to make up their own mind. I have my opinion in the Lord, but until you can see what I see, you know, it may just be that. Individuals. Yes. Mm. Mm. Maybe your mama has her mind made up about who you're supposed to marry or who you should marry. <laughs> Mark system, Mark. Huh? See, see we we're talking about will here, right? So, you know, mom and daddy might have a will for you. And you have a will for mom and daddy. And that will's going to be tied up to all of you dead. You know what I'm talking about? I believe so, yeah. You believe so. Mm. And this is also about, you know, other people as well. Because, you know, sometimes you know, we're, we're very big on not wanting somebody to control us, but we have these temptations to want to control other people. We can even want to control our bosses at work, and we can want to control this, and we want to control that. And we just speak in our mind, but you know your mind is, is, is trying to control too much. It's so, it's so freeing when we stop trying to control people. Because then we find freedom for ourselves. I can make up my own mind. And here's the thing about truth. Nobody will be able to deny it when it shows itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
Plus, I find people, I, I realize this with people, you know, you, there's somebody trying to get to go to church and you're trying to make them go to church, right? And sometimes you can aggravate them so much they go to church, but I don't mean they're saved. In fact, it means they're more unsaved than ever because once they was far away from God and they wasn't saved. But you brought them to church and they're hearing the word all the time. They only hear because you made them come here. Uh, and sometimes that's the case with wives and husbands. You, you, you make the person come, but they're not here out of free will. It's, it's okay to inspire people. Just because you get them through that door don't mean they're saved. Just because you're sitting in church this morning. If the rapture comes, that don't mean you're going. Uh, you got to make up your own mind. Hmm? But here's the thing with God. God gives us that freedom to make up our own mind. He will push the devil back out of your life so you can think. And he will give you the truth around you so you can evaluate and make good decisions. But God does not manipulate and control people. Because if he did that, because who can fight against God? God could just come into the room and say, Ooh, love me. Ooh, love me. Ooh, give me a thousand dollars. Ooh. Didn't work. Ooh. <laughs> I had you going to mention money. It's like, ah, no. Everybody understand this beautiful revelation this morning? Mm -hmm. Daughter, be free. This is not only about mom and daddy. Be free. Amen. Be free. Give people the freedom. Huh? Give people the freedom. And here, here's the thing, you know. This goes back to the, to the word that you might be married by March. I didn't say what year. <laughs> if you just be yourself. Some of you that want to get married, you're just walking along in control of everything. You, stay away. You, stay away. Come. Come. Not you. Maybe. If this one don't say yes, I, I, I'll think about you. Loosen. You receive that? Huh? Yes, 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 yes. If you receive that, you will get some pearls one day. That would be the real, real thing. Amen. Not discrediting your pearls, but... Uh, <laughs> Hmm. You receive that? Yes, Prophet. Uh, yes. Some real pearls. Some real pearls. I want real pearls. Some real pearls. Yes. From a real man. Woo! All right. Thank you.
So have you ever talked to God about driving? No, Prophet. I think about it. No, you think about it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's kind of the same thing. There's a lot that's against you that says you can't do that. And reasons why you can't do that. Quit fantasizing about something. Yes, well. Talk to God. If the Lord says, daughter, there's a lot of things you can do, but drive is not one of them. All right. Then you can move on to what you can do. God is not saying that. You, when you say you're just thinking about it, see, that reveals what the Lord is already saying. You think it's almost impossible. So much so, I don't even think you've told anybody, have you? Huh? You don't, you don't talk about that, do you? Because you think people think you're crazy. <laughs> yes? Because you ain't made up your own mind you could drive. Hmm? It's not that hard. Hmm? You believe that? That's fine. Mm -hmm. So I want you to start working on your license. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. We'll worry about the money and all that when we get to that place. First, we got to get the license. Yes. Mm -hmm. But something, something. Where's your father? Do you know your father? Yes. He lives in Tobago. He lives in Tobago. When's the last time you've seen him? Ages. Ages. So, y'all just lost contact with each other or what? Yeah. You still love your father? I guess, yeah. You guess, yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Have you made peace with him? Mm, no, you ain't made peace with him. By your birthday, October the 25th, you will make peace with your father. Mm. Uh, you can make peace with your father right now, but I'm saying by then. Mm, what's three months before October the 25th? That's what. Mm, that's July. From July to October, in there, there's going to be some workings going on. Yes. And in that process, you're going to see your father, but you're going to make peace with him. Mm. Mm. Did your father uh, do something to you? No, mother moved back in Trinidad. Huh? My mother moved back in Trinidad. 
I was living in Tobago with my father. Oh. oh. I moved back to Tobago. So they separated. Yeah. So how come you don't talk to your father? No contact. There's no contact. No. Weren't you curious about him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would like to move it up sooner. Mm. But I but I see that working all the way down to October. I see it working mm, two or three months before that. So it's like that's already set. So I'm asking the Lord if we can move that up. Mm. have got to get right. Something going to happen in June. I got it moved up one month from July. I saw them last three months. It's just working. It's working in there. This thing was going to come about in those three months. But I hear the Lord saying June. Yeah, you need to make peace with him. Sometimes until we make peace with our past, we can't move on to the future. Are you willing to make peace with your father? Uh huh? Was your father abusive? So you just lost contact with him. Mm hmm? <laughs> and see, you wouldn't be crying if this wasn't a, 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 a issue in your emotions and your spirit. And I would not believe everything. How old was you when you moved to Trinidad? 15, 16. 15 or 16. I wouldn't just believe everything you hear, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, you know you want to do this. This is one of those things. See, we, we all know this. There's things that we want to do before we die, you know. Meaning there's things we want to do before we get to heaven. I ain't saying you dying. I ain't saying you dying. I'm just saying there's things in our life that we know that we need to take care of on this side. Huh? So this is going to be your birthday gift from God. So make them early. <laughs> Something's going to start to happen in June. Yes, it's going to happen. You can't make it all happen. It's just going to happen. You receive that? It's perfect. All right. Don't give up on getting your driver's license. Yes. Who knows? You might drive to Tobago. You might have to park on a boat. But uh... All right. One more. One more. Has to see that make up your own mind. Have you ever thought about seeing your father? Yes, but you never made up your mind. I asked my mother for the contact, but she couldn't get in contact from me. Say that? I asked my mother to get contact. You asked your mother? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Hmm. Could be a message right here. Might have to be next service. Listen. Sometimes things can't happen until you make up your mind. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be next service. 
things can't happen until you make up your mind. Right? That's not coercion to get you to stay for second service, but it, it's uh, you can get it on the podcast, right? You got to make up your mind. See, part of you wants to see, and part of you says, "Nah, leave it alone." That's the same thing about everything in life. Got to make up your mind. Here's another thing to think about. Sometimes. The reason you can't hear from God because God said, "Make up your mind." God can't say yes, and then you say, "Nah, I don't want to do that. I want to do this." And God says, "Okay," and you say, "Nah, I changed my mind again. I won't go to this." Sometimes the reason you can't hear from God is because God is waiting for you to make up your mind, uh, and that's especially true about marriage. Listen. Bible says it's trouble. Hmm? It says you like trouble if you get married. You like trouble. The Bible says you like trouble. Uh -huh. But if you want trouble, that's why they ain't picky about who you marry. You're going to get trouble either way when you get married. It is what it is, it's responsibility. One more word, let's see. Sometimes that includes prophecy. Sometimes you want me to give you a word and you don't want me to give you a word. up when? June. June. Right? So you got the June. Right? Mm. Now, Oksana is a very faithful minister here, but we do everything by the book, so she's got to go back to Guyana and we got to file for missionary again, right? Yeah. Unless I find you a husband in the meantime or something. I don't know. Lord says you're thinking about work. What kind of work do you think about doing? Work? Yeah. I know at the point I was thinking, I was saying that's how I wanted um, like school. Do what? At the point I was thinking about accounting business, but mm -hmm. work. about that much. No. But you have thought about it. Yeah. So are you thinking about work when you go back? The Lord wouldn't let me leave you alone. It's something to do with work. 
that works with it with steel steel as in you know metal steel I know my brother-in-law he just do carpentry would that include steel yeah and my brother and your brother yeah because when when I was there um, he was doing my mom's ceiling and the kind of ceiling he did it was like you had to like do that um, what you call it the sandpaper kind of thing and it was a lot of dust oh. everywhere uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm just waiting for the Lord to speak. Something, something about work around you. trying to find out what it is <laughs> mm, and we don't none know only God knows only God knows they're about trying to figure it out in their head well, what is, I wonder what it is I have so many heifers <laughs> I feel like Santa Claus and all the elves <laughs> only God knows what God is talking about. I don't know if I can talk about this. There's a man of steel that likes you. I just praying that's not a bandit. Mm-hmm. 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 
was watching. So, this. so you, you you like men that work with their hands. Is that true? Yes, Prophet. Uh huh. A man of steel. Mm -hmm. See, that could be a bandit. <laughs> That could be biceps. <laughs> or that could be iron. Hmm. She's watching Superman. Uh -huh. The Lord has not forgot you. <clears throat> you would say of the Lord, who would marry me? Yeah. You've said that of the Lord. Yeah. I wonder who would marry me. <laughs> Rather than say, who wouldn't marry me? If a star up in the sky begin to wonder if anybody's watching, they wouldn't be so shiny. Mm. If you do not value yourself, nobody else will value you. Amen. Huh? Yeah. You must put the price tag on your affection. Mm. Yes, bro. That's for everybody in here. You must put the price tag on your affection. You received that, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You must put the price tag. I'm not saying being full of yourself, but full of yourself in the Lord. You must be convinced. Huh? Huh? I may not be everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. They may miss out, but uh, 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 see, it's like that star. That star get to thinking, ain't nobody looking at me. They looking at all the other stars. Next thing you know, that star is gonna go out. You must follow the Lord, and all these things will be added. Don't shut off your beauty. Uh, don't start judging yourself. Because uh, sometimes we say, I'm doing everything right. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be friendly. I'm trying to watch my shape or what have you. I'm trying to do everything right. But who's going to marry me? See? You shouldn't, you shouldn't sell yourself short. And you definitely should not give yourself away. Yes. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You focus on God. Yes, perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs>
And God says you have a full-time job with Him anyway. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. But He's going to activate your faith. Uh, yes. See, as ministers, you must have faith. If you don't have faith, nobody's going to bless you. you got to have faith. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of people that stay poor and broke. They love God, yeah, but, but they don't have faith they could be blessed. Mm. And they don't have faith that God is going to provide for you. So you're just barely getting by. Huh? Prophet, um, when you was asking people yesterday what was one of the things that they think that they would, would never get? Yes. Mine was... Um, Security, money. Money. Yeah. Amen. First thing, money is not security. It's nice to have. But you can have money. You could have money, right? You think you got money. All right. I got some money. And now I don't have to worry. You know, I got some money. I can, I can buy this. I can buy what I want, right? So that sounds good. And there's some truth to that. But if you don't have faith, if you have money, you're going to say, where can I put this money so nobody will steal it? <laughs> so you're worried about somebody stealing your money. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes the Lord says, listen, if I give you money, you'll worry yourself to death. You think you're going to get robbed. When I don't give you money, you don't worry about being robbed. So God said, it's better for me not to give you money. Just give it to you as you need it. Because if I give it to you, you'll worry about being robbed. you worry about where you're going to spend it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Your faith is changing. Uh, Thank you, God. <laughs> money comes and goes. Yeah. Right? Yes. And that word is for anybody. Listen. God has for you, but you must believe. And you must believe that, you know, you're going to get into heaven just as good. What gets you into heaven is not being rich or broke. The Bible does say, you know, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. That's because they value that. See, poor people already go to heaven because they're broke. <laughs> uh, right? But money don't necessarily keep you out of heaven. As long as God is center of your life. Huh? Yes. Listen, daughter, you're going to start to be blessed. You believe that? Yes. Amen. Yes, Nicole. Everybody have a blessed week this week. Listen, there's some things in your life you need to make up your mind about. Yes, you need to pray. If you're not sure what to do, say, Lord, help me to make this decision. And the Lord will give you all the information you need to make a decision. Lord, help me. Because I don't know, I don't know if some of you are like me. Sometimes I wish God would just make all the decisions. Yeah. I cool with that. But I realize that God won't let me hide behind him like that. Because God wants me to become like him. wants you to become like him. He wants me to make some decisions. How am I going to grow up if I never make a decision? If you take faith there and never let her make a decision, will she ever grow up? Never. Huh? If you take a child and you, and you, just, you just keep them in a little cocoon or environment, 
they won't be able to travel by themselves or anything else. True? No. See, sometimes we got to make some decisions. It's, it's, it's a part of the growth in Christ. So there may be some things you're praying about and you want God to give you an answer about, but God said you got to make up your mind. And when you make up your mind, you're gonna you gotta settle the matter. You gotta make up your mind. Lord, this is what I want. I know, you know, there's no paradises in heaven. If it's marriage, Lord, I know this is gonna be work, there's gonna be some trouble. Right? It goes with it. You gotta make up your mind about things. Ah oh, boy. Amen. Yeah.